Good morning, my friends. Welcome to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. Uh, if you're left, you just ain't right. Episode number 448. Uh, real quick, I will no longer be on Facebook very soon. I'm trying to, I'm waiting to hear from a few people to get contact information uh, that I want to keep in contact with, family mainly. There's a lot of reasons. Uh, I don't know what it is, but uh, I was looking back and I would post links on Facebook and get all kind of, of uh, responses. Now I'm getting almost none. And a lot of people saying, I haven't seen your posts. So I don't know what's going on with that. I don't really feel like looking into it. I have other things on my plate. But I, I was on Twitter for for a few hours yesterday. had it just spent a long time on Twitter. Had some great interactions, conversations. Uh, got to poke a few, few liberals and agitate them in a pleasant way. Uh, but uh, I clicked over last night, maybe 10, 10, 30, to go to Facebook and check and see if I had any messages. Um, and within 15 minutes of being on Facebook, I was ready to beat myself in the head with a hammer. Uh, and anything that causes you that much stress, uh, and I don't know exactly what causes it. Uh, I think in large part that when I first, my dad passed away and I, I took over the care for my mom and got the move to Virginia done, I think that uh, I really made an effort to reach out and and try to try to create relationships with a lot of my cousins and family mainly my cousins because I grew up not knowing half the family because of some dispute my mom had with my dad's side of the family his mom specifically uh, and also her side about two-thirds three-quarters of the I never did anything with my cousins I grew up wondering why you know I, I see him at Thanksgiving, Christmas, other times. Uh, we have a good time together. Uh, why don't I ever do? I never spend any time with my cousins, uh, and that was because of some disputes or feuds or what spats. I don't even know what the hell to call them. Uh, but anyway, so I really tried to make an effort to do that, and uh, it has been a, a disaster. And I had a complete falling out for some reason with one of my cousins I talked to a lot. I don't know why. Uh, and another one kind of blew me off right away. Um, saying she didn't like to talk on Facebook. I said, okay. So I got her number. I called her. We talked a little bit. And then she didn't like to talk on the phone. And so I kind of took, took a hint. And I don't know why all that, but that's the main reason is it's not doing me any good for to promote the blog or the podcast. And the other one is that uh, it just brings up bad memories, bad feelings. And I feel like a failure that I wasn't able to bridge gaps that I didn't create, had nothing to do with creating and never wanted, frankly. But that's uh, that's my tough luck. Let's get into this edition, number 448 of the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast, my friends. And let's start out with something 
disgusting, despicable, deplorable, probably a bunch of other words that begin with D. Uh, Laura Loomer, or Laura Looney Loomer as I call her, she is a, uh, uh, a journalist of sorts. She's basically a Trump sycophant now who attacks anybody and everybody every day. She went after Dana Lash in nasty ways. She goes after people in very nasty ways. Uh, and, well, the best I can say, she's as ugly on the inside as she is on the outside. But I don't like her. And another person I really dislike is Governor Gavin Newsom, Governor Hair Gel of California. So, if Laura Loomer went after Gavin Newsom, I would probably think she did a good thing. Um, although, some things people do are just over the top. I've, had, I've, I've uh, kind of debated, I guess, argued with a lot of... I don't know if they're Trump supporters or they're just troublemakers. Uh, because I know so many Trump supporters are really great people. And I have no issue. I'll, I'll gladly vote for Trump in the, in the main election in November of next year. But the, the tactics of these Trump fanatics, who may be plants trying to make sure that Trump uh, is the nominee, but maybe they're making sure that Trump's the nominee because they're scared of DeSantis. They're really trying to get the Democrats in power. I'm starting to really wonder because some of the things they say are so over the top. Uh, they're leftist at times. They're conservative at times. They're weird at times. Well, they're weird all the time. Uh, but Laura Loomer took it to a new level. And uh, archive.today is a web page cap uh, capture. Uh, because some things on the internet get thrown down the memory hole. They get people to erase them for many reasons, not all of them bad reasons. But there was a tweet by Laura Loomer uh, directed at Governor Gavin Newsom, Governor Hairgel of, of Mark's California. Uh, not him, not his policies, not his idiocy, not his hair, not his infatuation with communism and disarming the American citizens. I know it was directed at uh, his wife and in a very despicable, despicable, despicable fashion. That I, I think everyone could probably get together and say Laura Loomer is a disgusting person. Uh, but here's the tweet. Uh, Laura Loomer tweeted, Ah, the wife of California Governor at Gavin Newsom wants you to feel sorry for her. Uh, and apparently when she was young, I mean really young, she was six I think, there was a, they were on vacation, the family was, there was an accident and she accidentally, uh, ran over her little sister and caused her to die. Now you can, you can imagine a six-year-old kid having to go through that. You can imagine how a six-year-old kid would be devastated. Especially it's their sister. And you would feel incredibly, incredible pity and sorrow for that little girl. Or a little boy if it was a little boy. 
but it was an accident and she caused her sister to pass away uh, I don't care what your politics are if you went through that as a six year old you deserve people not to attack you and anybody who would attack that person after they're married now they've got their own family after, after that why would you attack that person I have to say any person who would attack that that lady or that person that did that man or woman doesn't matter is a scumbag I mean bottom of the barrel scumbag probably beneath the barrel the scumbag the scum that is seeped out of the scumbag barrel they would be below that somewhere probably several feet below it uh, but Laura Loomer continued with her tweet accident or not Gavin Newsom's wife is a murderer who ran her sister over with a golf cart, ultimately killing her. I don't, I don't believe that some people are born without a soul. If I were to believe that, this Laura Loomer would be easy to explain. This woman is, is to me, deranged. I'm not a mental health expert. Uh, and I'm not the... I probably have done things that have been, as we all have, despicable at times or hateful or hurtful but that's about as low as it gets Laura Loomer uh, Loomer then continued if they make it to the White House Newsom's wife won't be the first murderer first lady we've ever had and then she went after Laura Bush uh, Laura Bush takes the title of first murderer first lady she ran a stop sign and murdered someone with her car when she was 17 Laura, seriously, get some help. Okay, you've gone over the edge of deplorable. You're now just a bottom-feeding scumbag. Newsom's wife will have to take second place, I suppose, Laura Loomer continued. God knows Hillary Clinton is somewhere reading this post saying, Hold my beer and my hot sauce. What are you doing, Laura? You're celebrating. And I don't know the, the wife of Gavin. I don't know her politics. I don't care. Some things in this world you just don't do. Karma's a bitch, Laura Loomer. So you do have something in common with karma. But karma is a bitch. And you know what? It will be very hard when karma gets you eventually. And it's hopefully front page news. It's on Twitter. It's everywhere. Because you deserve to feel the kind of pain you inflicted on this woman. For something she did as a little girl. And I apologize. I get very emotional. Over things like this. Very emotional. And I am sick. And I am tired of scum. Like Laura Loomer. If you want to support Trump, good. If I was Trump, I wouldn't let you within 500 yards of anywhere I was. You know, I, I got to say it, Laura. As bad as the little bitch Nick Fuentes is as a human being, you're worse. You're actually worse. Uh, totally and completely despicable human being.
Uh, I'll just drop it there. Uh, speaking of Gavin Newsom, uh, not the bee. It's not the Babylon Bee. Great website, the Babylon Bee. Not the bee is the more serious side of the Babylon Bee, I guess. But there's a story there, and there was a little bit of a video clip of Governor Ron DeSantis basically calling Gavin Newsom out. Gavin Newsom continues to take shots at DeSantis. Uh, he continues to tease that he's going to run for president. Uh, I believe he's storing up hair gel right now if he if he uh, uh, goes on a campaign trail for too long. Uh, but Ron DeSantis gave a little speech, and the subject of Gavin Newsom came up. And he told Gavin Newsom, quit pussyfooting around and challenge Joe Biden for the White House instead of obsessing over Florida because all, all he seems to be able to do uh, Governor Hergel is to attack DeSantis for doing a far, 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 far better job governing Florida than Newsom has done governing California. And it's not even close. I mean, you're talking about the difference in a, a constitutional conservative in DeSantis and a Marxist with too much gel in the hair like Gavin Newsom. And there is a video, if you choose, if you care to watch it, it was on uh, Twitter as well. Florida's Voice, at Florida's, F, at FL Voice News, if you want to see the uh, video. Uh, uh, basically, uh, Governor DeSantis said, stop pussyfooting around, are you going to throw your hat in the ring and challenge Joe, or are you going to sit on the sidelines and chirp? So, let's do it, Governor DeSantis, uh, Governor uh, Gel. let's go. DeSantis is ready for you. He'll debate you any day of the week. The fact is, you don't want to debate the man. You know your record. You know his record. And you know you're a failure as a governor. Just like Laura Loomer's a failure as a human being. But that was uh, kind of funny. Uh, this is what DeSantis said. It's interesting. He's got huge problems in his state. Huge problems. We all know that. I mean, you see it in San Francisco. You see it in L.A. You see it in the people fleeing. California, from its inception, gained population every single year until he, Gavin Newsom, became governor. I mean, California was probably the height of opportunity for middle-class Americans for many decades in this country. No one would leave there. And what don't you have in California? I mean, if, if left to their own devices... Beaches, mountains, uh, glorious weather for the most part. Uh, and then you have idiots like Governor Gavin Newsom. Never met a tax he didn't like. Never met a regulation he didn't like. You have all the major cities, San Francisco, L.A., all over California. You've got tent cities who are basic, which are basically homeless people living on the, on the street. You got sewage running all over the street. People doing drug use like it's going out of style. That's your state, Gavin Newsom. That's your state, buddy. And you want to chirp at, uh, at uh, Governor DeSantis. You want to chirp at Trump. You know, either of those men were in charge of California. It wouldn't be the shithole that it is, Governor Newsom. It wouldn't be. Because you're a failure... And you're a failure because you are basically Marxist light. 
You don't believe in natural rights. You don't believe in the American dream. You don't believe in American values. You don't believe in republics. You believe that people like you should dictate how everyone lives their life. And California, it wasn't great when you took over. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's going to continue to get worse and worse. As Governor DeSantis said, you're the first governor that oversaw a massive exodus out of California. And by the way, California is debating things like an exit tax. If you move out of the state, they're going to hit your ass with a bunch of taxes. you got to pay to get out of the loony bin that is California. That's why I call it Marxifornia. Uh, they're also looking at uh, assets you required in, while living in California, maybe artwork or something like that. Uh, you would have, be taxed on it every year, even if you left the state. Imagine that. You bought some art in California 30 years ago, and you're still paying taxes every year on this piece of expensive art? Because why? Because you chose to live in another state. Great job, Governor Governor Hair Jail. Again, California, Marxifornia, as I call it, California is, it is sad. That is easily the most. If you wanted to pick a state and run it as a, a, a republic should run, a constitutional republic should run with capitalism, free enterprise, uh, pro-business, all those things, you'd pick California first. And yet it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And Governor Newsom, uh, Governor Newsom excuse me, uh, all he knows how to do apparently is to put his foot on the accelerator and now enough about that. Let's talk about a security guard in Philadelphia, or Philadelphia as they call it. A SEPTA security guard is shot. Now SEPTA is the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority. Uh, and they admit they have lost control of the train cars. It's the, uh, part of their mass transit system. I don't know if it's a subway or above, I don't know any of that stuff. But it's mass transit trains, basically. Eight days ago, Dana Pico writes this. The Philadelphia Inquirer's story was noted in which the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, SEPTA, admitted that they had, quote, lost control of the train cars. Then, this Wednesday, we heard that the city council was going to have hearings on the proposed $3 billion plus uh, Roosevelt Boulevard subway extension driven in part by the collapsed bridge on Interstate 95 in the city. A lot of people support that, though it seems to me that adding more subway lines when SEPTA has lost control would be premature. To say no more. And now we get this. Uh, the headline is a SEPTA security guard shot on a train in Frankfurt, police say. Uh, it is from Robert Moran. Uh, and I believe he works for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Is their their major paper? The shooting happened just after 3:10 p.m. on the Eret Transportation at the Eret Transportation Center, which is located on Frankfurt Avenue at Margaret Street. A SEPTA security guard was shot. Uh, this was Thursday afternoon in the city's Frankfurt section. Police said. 
A shooting happened just after 3.10 p.m. The Eret Transportation Center on the Market Street Frankfurt Line is just four stops away from the infamous Allegheny Station in the heart of Kensington. Uh, the security guard, 27 years old, was taken to Temple University Hospital where he was listed in stable condition with a guns, uh, gunshot wound to his right leg. The victim works for SEPTA the way, through a contact uh, contract uh, the transit agency uh, has with the security firm Scotland Yard, said SEPTA spokesman Andrew Bush. So they basically farm out their security and we see how much good it's doing them. A person answering the phone at Scotland Yard said the company had no comments. Police reported no arrest, but said a gun was recovered. And as Dana Pico writes, as we've noted previously, the climate change activists want more people to move into densely populated urban areas. They want to live in big apartments, you know, build them up, not out. They want all these things. They want to herd people in like they're a bunch of little gerbils into habitats and make them take public transport, mass transit, so they can save the planet, actually so they can control people more because this, these ideas all come from Marxist leftists. But I'm repeating myself by saying Marxist leftist. So they want more people in densely populated urban areas, Dana Pico writes, where they can use privately owned automobiles less frequently and take public transportation and they better start investing in bulletproof vests, I guess. But when even the security guards on SEPTA are getting shot, perhaps a lot of people won't see using SEPTA as a good or wise idea. You know, if, if you're a city, you have to, any type of government, the first duty is to protect your citizenry. That's your first duty. It really is. And these large cities, I, I am so, so thankful I mean, when I first moved to the Dallas area and went downtown Dallas, I, I loved it. Uh, but I remember I, I managed a restaurant in the down in the West End district of downtown Dallas. I don't know what they call it now. Uh, probably some other stupid name. But uh, I managed a restaurant there, and they uh, Dallas was expanding its its uh, trying to think of what it was called. Uh, they had a train system basically like an above ground subway uh, that would transport people to different parts of the city you can go shopping here go here go there and and I think they ultimately have plans to connect Arlington Fort Worth Dallas with all and that'd be great I wouldn't I would not have a problem with it I'd love it if I lived there but you have to make it safe uh, but when the people were talking about expanding, and, and bringing more easier access to the West End area, to downtown Dallas. Several police officers that I talked to, because they worked security for us, and also security for Medieval Times when, when I managed there after I left the place I was before, uh, they would always say the same thing. More, e more easier access to the city, to downtown, to historic districts, means more gangbangers more criminals, more thugs. And it turned out to be that way. Uh, and it got worse and worse, a little worse every year, and the police presence would grow every year to, to keep... Uh, there was a taste of Dallas one time was down there. It was a big restaurant to bring their food and 
Um, and there was Hoop It Up every year, which is a, a three-on-three basketball tournament. And they would set up courts everywhere and shut off all the parking parking lots and, and the streets. And that was kind of fun. But every year, more gangbangers, more gangbangers, more violence. And the left needs to worry about that. The left needs to understand that you have to have law enforcement, you have to have rules, and you have to control these crowds. Because when you have easier access to downtown, you give easier access to downtown of any city to more people who are good and more people who aren't so good. Uh, and enough about that. Let's, uh, let's close this out, my friends. See how much time I'm doing here. Oh, I might even keep it under 30 minutes today. I might even have that much self-discipline. Uh, but let's talk about Alex Brzezitz. Uh He had a, he posted a, he's a, a Trump uh, spokes tool. I know how much he makes, but I'm not going to share it with you because that's not anyone's business but him, frankly, and Trump's. Uh, but little Alex, as I call him, Likes to tweet, pretending he's Trump, talks like Trump. A lot of, shall we call them fake narratives, false narratives? How about damn lies? With that, Yeah, damn lies. I'll go with that. Uh, but he posted one a few days ago. Video, uh, this was on Twitter, I found it. Video of silent crowd at the Santos rally goes viral. Jeb Bush vibes. Remember when Jeb Bush was giving a speech somewhere? And he gave an applause line, and nobody clapped. He, oh, and Jeb Bush said, please clap. And, of course, people politely clapped at that time. And then they thought, this was, why the hell am I at a Jeb Bush event? Jeb's a nice guy. When I lived in Florida, I voted for him twice for governor. He lost in 94, he won in 98. And I don't have anything against Jeb Bush. He's just not a very, to me, a very strong leader. Uh, he did well for Florida as governor. Uh, he ain't no DeSantis, but whatever. But Jeb Bush is not a particularly strong speaker. Well, the point this uh, Trump hack is trying to make, Newsweek did it basically a hit piece on DeSantis. And they called it a video of silent crowd at DeSantis rally goes viral. Oklahoma Governor Stitt was introducing uh, Governor DeSantis. Stitt has... Uh, endorsed him for the presidency. They were at Tulsa and Kevin Stitt, the governor of Oklahoma, asked a Tulsa crowd to cheer amen in support for Ron DeSantis in the 2024 campaign. Now, there's two videos I watched. One, I noticed immediately was only seven seconds long. That's very short. And you see Governor Stitt, Governor DeSantis is behind him. And Governor Stitt says, uh, you know, basically the last thing he says before turning the mic over is, you know, give it up or let's hear it for Governor Ron DeSantis. And you, for about a half a second, you hear this massive cheer and then it's cut off immediately. Uh, so message for little Alex, why are you using doctored audio, man? You can't play the audio because it shows that you're lying. You're a liar, just like Newsweek. Uh, why would you do that? Is, is what Trump is paying you, is it enough for you to go to work every day and lie? How does that feel inside your soul? 
you're young, I assume you still have a soul. I know many people in politics don't, but how does that feel inside? You ever go home at night, Alex, and go, damn, I have to lie to make a point? Don't, doesn't that feel empty? If I was working for somebody and I knew I had to lie to get them elected, I'd quit. Because this is a presidential election we're talking about. Unlike you, Alex, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say things that would hurt my country. I wouldn't support a candidate, or, or try to derail a candidate, rather, who I think will do good for the country. I wouldn't say false things about Trump, and I'm not even uh, supporting him right now. I, I prefer DeSantis, though I'll gladly vote for Trump should that be the result of the, uh, uh, the primaries. I'm certainly not voting for a Democrat. I'm certainly not staying home. So yeah, I'm going to vote for the best option available. But how does it feel to know that to, to give your candidate a boost, you have to tell lies? And there was a different video of the same event. And this one actually shows, it's not from Newsweek, it's not from Little Alex. Uh, it was on uh, YouTube. But the applause for DeSantis is, is incredible. It's very raucous, very cheerful, very happy, very excited. It's what you would expect when a bunch of people who support a candidate go to hear that, that candidate speak. There was also one I saw last night, right before I got off Twitter. And the headline was that uh, there was this speech in Florida, and Governor DeSantis obviously is the governor of Florida, uh, but he couldn't get, he had no, no uh, poll there. No one was cheering for him there. Well, let me see. Who was the event hosted by? Who was, who was the speaker when all this happened? The speaker was Carrie Lake, who hates DeSantis. Now, she loved him. She supported him. She said he and Trump both had BDE. That is for big blank energy. And I'll let you fill in what the D is. So, especially Carrie Lake. I guess Carrie Lake was having, what, threesome fantasies about her and Trump and DeSantis? I don't know. I think DeSantis has a much hotter wife than Carrie Lake is. And she's never lost elections and then whined about it. Uh, but done nothing to ensure she wins the next one. But anyway, uh, Carrie Lake's, why would you expect this DeSantis would get a lot of, a lot of applause at a, at a Carrie Lake event that's all full of hardcore Trump supporters? You wouldn't. But it was presented as, oh my God, I mean, in Florida, he's the governor of Florida. Look, they hate him. No, people at a Kerry Lake event didn't like DeSantis because they're they're Trump, they're Trump fans. It's Trump or nothing for them. They say. Um, so just uh, again an example of how people. I'll ask it again: If you have to lie to win a debate, don't you wake up some mornings and go, "Do I have a soul left? Do you have a soul left, media?" And again, I'll say the media is attacking DeSantis. They're writing him off. There's no way he can win. He might as well drop out. The media wants Biden reelected, or whatever uh, Democrat uh, will run if 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 Joe can't, if the uh, if his health, mental health declines or, or physical health. They want. Trump to run for the Republicans. 
Democrats, the media, but I repeat myself, do not support the candidate they think is strongest from the Republicans. They want the weakest, most easily defeated Republican to win, just like they did in 2012 with Romney. The media looked at Romney and said, rich white guy, weak. Oh, it's going to be a piece of cake, and they carved him up. Candy Crowley did mostly. That's how you tell who the Democrats want. If the Democrats are supporting a Republican, then you might want to look at that Republican and say they know or they think they can beat them. Then look at the others they're attacking. In this case, it's one person. It's DeSantis. That's who they do not want to run against. Eyes and ears, people. Eyes and ears. My friends, I'm done. Again, I'll be gone from Facebook probably in a week. Um, uh, and uh, I'll be more on, a lot more on Twitter now. But anyway, thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. I'll be back tomorrow. And uh, y'all be good out there. Will you be careful? God bless y'all. God bless America. If you're left, you just ain't right. And go Gators. And go Governor Hair Gel. Why don't you grow a set there, buddy? Grow a set. I want to see DeSantis eradicate you in a debate. That would really, that would make me very, very, very happy. Y'all be good, knuckleheads. God bless.